0: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Tech Niche Tips. I am your host, Joseph M. Smith, and I have another special one for you today. Now, I I don't know where to begin with this one, but I'm just going to say a little birdie was able to bless me with an opportunity to speak to somebody that you may have seen before. Yes, that's right. I have with me Trent Dressel. He has a YouTube channel dedicated to helping SDRs around the world get better, sound better, speak better, ask better questions and discovery, and he is with us today. So I'm pleased to present Trent to the stage. Trent, thank you so much for coming on Tech Niche Tips. I really appreciate it.
1: Joseph, it's a pleasure to be here. I need everyone to take a moment now and comment down below, is there anyone that has a better voice than Joseph? I was telling him before this, I was like, this guy has a radio voice but he's all, he also has the face as well. I don't think your voice get, It doesn't get better than this. <laughs> thank you, you guys are forced to watch until the end with a voice like this.
0: Oh man, thank you so much. That is That, that means a lot. I am humbled by that wonderful compliment. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I'm going to say this because I need to remind people if they have not been here for a while, which that shouldn't be the case, or if you're new, I need to remind you of this, how our format for these wonderful conversations go. And it's basically from the boots to the brain. So the boots is symbolic of the journey one takes to get to where Trent is. (laughs) And the mind or the brain is symbolic of the mindset someone needs to have not only to get where Trent is, but to scale from there. So with that being said, Trent, let's start from the very beginning because the very beginning is a great place to start. Let's go. So tell me a little bit about your journey from the beginning. You could start from where you were born, where you were raised, and then we'll just take it from there.
1: I grew up in Columbus, Ohio. I had no aspirations. I grew up in a comfortable upper middle-class family. Parents had a small business, three siblings, and it was a full house. All I cared about was playing video games. I played sports in high school. And I went to college because everyone's like, hey, you got to go to college to be successful. I never really thought much of it. College, the only thing it taught me was basically had a party, how to learn somewhat, made some great friends. And uh, yeah, I just, I spent all of my time playing video games and that, that defined the first, I'd say 21-ish years of my life. And then I was able to start getting involved in some student groups and meet some other people that were smarter than me. And I started to learn, you know what, if I'm ever going to have a chance at getting ahead at life, which is now what I believe, it's all about being the most competitive person you can become improving as a person and self-growth is something I spend a lot of time on and trying to help others get to the next level as well. And I never thought about what level I was even at because I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't even think about what was going on. It was no critical thinking because all it was, Joseph was observing being programmed by what, what was coming to me in the form of social media, what other people were telling me they thought. So there, there was very little self-awareness, very little desire to get better. Um, went to university and I know we'll, uh, we'll take it step by step here, but ended up in tech and uh, and we can talk more about that momentarily. No,
0: that is fantastic because a lot of people can re- really relate to the story, specifically about you being a gamer for m- much of your years. So <laughs> I have a little bit in that because a lot of people that are probably wanting to break into tech, they see different aspects of it, including the gaming industry. Could you talk about your experiences growing up playing games, how that was, did you ever aspire to be a gamer yourself?
1: Oh yeah. I tried to be a professional Madden player early in my life. I was begging my parents to get me an Xbox. I said, I need an Xbox 360 because my friend had it and we were playing call of duty halo and go to go over to his house. And it's so much fun. And then I get the Xbox that morning and they got a video of me and I'm like this little really obese kid, like nothing, nothing really going for me. And I was like, my, my life is now complete. That's I said that into the camera. I was like, my life is complete. So I proceeded to play a lot of video games, and I think a lot of people justify it to themselves as, hey, it's a leisurely outlet. I'll connect with other people. I'm competitive. It's good for me. And I realized, so on the one hand, I was always speaking with people. So I think my cold calling abilities and my ability to think on my feet, I do think developed from being in those online lobbies where there's a lot of smack talk. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but I played a lot of NBA 2K, a lot of Madden. I tried to be a professional Madden player. I bought all the stuff and I was like, "You know what? I'm just I'm good. I would beat the average person, but I'm not that good." And then I realized I was like, "I'm spending more time trying to level up in this game than I am trying to level up in life." As soon as I realized that that no matter how good I got at these video games, it would not advance me in my goals whatsoever. If you think you can be professional then go professional. But if you're not able to start generating money in at least 12, 24 months with it, then throw it away. So literally that day I was like, this is so stupid. I threw away my Xbox. I took it to the recycle room and I threw it away. And everyone's like, why didn't you set? I was like, I didn't even care. I don't need to sell. I needed to get rid of it. I didn't need to make, that was the thing I had to get rid of because it was a crutch. So I encourage everyone watching right now to ask themselves, what are those things holding you back from your potential video games? you there's no justification that you can say to me to say that why you should be playing games rather than watching this interview or reading a book or making some cold calls there's just no rationale you could possibly make in the people that are trying or that that are thinking man this guy doesn't know what he's talking if that's irritating you you have some serious self-analysis that that you got to go through
0: Mm, that is some tough love right there but that's what we need to hear Emphasis on the love. Trent has a lot of love for you. So if it feels like it hurts, no, that's <laughs> love. <laughs> I've got a lot of love in
1: my heart, Jess. He's got
0: a lot of love in his heart. Oh, my goodness. Now, let me ask you, what, how old were you when you threw out the Xbox? I'm curious.
1: Yeah, I was maybe 23, 23, mm. 24. This was my high school years were defined by playing Xbox, Call of Duty, being really good at the game. But what is that? I realize, I'm looking back on those years. I'm like, nothing noteworthy happened. Because all I did was play video games. Seriously. And it's, it's interesting talking about it because I don't even think about it because to me, it's just like blank years, wasted years. College started to get away from it a little bit. And then I got in the real world and that's when Fortnite was coming out. So I was playing that a lot. And then I got to a point where I literally just threw it away. And it, my life has literally been straight up since. So I encourage it. That drugs as well. Anything that makes you less certain, got to get rid of. 100%. Hmm.
0: You hear that, people? Listen to that. He's saying anything that makes life uncertain for you, you got to get rid of it. you got to replace the old junk out with the old, in with the new. Get rid of stinking thinking, things that are crippling you even mentally, and you have to replace it with things that will benefit you. So with that being said, you know what I'm going to say. Why not course careers? And why not now? With all the different courses that we have available to you, it's not just tech sales, which honestly, if I was you, yeah. Do that because Trent is one of the course I'm going to talk about it in a few, but Trent is one of our instructors and he teaches tech sales like no other. So you definitely want to consider tech sales, but you also want to consider that there's also digital marketing that's now been released and IT. And the students that are going from IT are like, they're like clockwork how many students graduate and get jobs. So you definitely want to take advantage of it. You're going to see it in the top left hand corner or right hand corner, depending on where you're looking at. And you're going to be able to see for yourself. Once you take this course, how life changing it it is. It is. and
1: It's a plug. And of course I'm involved with it. I'm not getting paid for this interview. I'm here because tech changed my life and that's what we're helping other people do as well. I was just speaking with this guy, 18 years old. His name's Donovan. He went through course group. He was uh, literally 18. Didn't want to go to college because he just didn't want to absorb the debt because he saw that happen to his parents. He was working at McDonald's. He was working in a warehouse and he was like, This is fine, but there's no way for me to get ahead in an hourly job. It's literally impossible trading my time for money. So he Googled what are the highest paying careers that don't need a college degree that I can start making money right now because it wasn't just making any money. Anyone can go make 15 an hour in, in completely give away all of their energy to someone else. Anyone can do that. But it took his perspicacity to go figure out what else he could do. Stumbled upon course careers. Now he's helped over 50 people get hired in Tech sales. He's 18. And I said, Donovan, what's your goal this year? He's like, I want to make 120K and buy a new Dodge Challenger. And I'm like, man, if I were think if I had that information when I was 18, he's when he's my age, I'm 27, he's gonna be the leader. He's- he will be four or five years ahead because he learned the information he needed to get ahead. And the answer is you need to get in a performance-based career. And the best options are either engineering, which is coding. You need to be super technical investment banking, which you basically need to trade your soul and move to wall street or tech sales. You need to be a decent enough communicator and that's it. And you don't need to be technical and you don't need to know anything that other people don't. You just need to be able to go and apply yourself and learn. And that's how I was able to completely transform my life. So that's a lot of the work we're doing at course is helping people like Donovan get ahead. Wow. 18
0: years old people did you hear that <laughs> 18 insane. years old when i was 18 years old i was trying to <laughs> go to, i went to college for music and i was trying to just i don't know what i was trying to do but 18 years old and this and donovan right that's his name donovan
1: donovan Man. you can go find the video on my channel my youtube channel just trent russell or you can go to the course careers youtube channel as well That should be up by the time this goes live so I would encourage you to watch i was sitting there i was like oh my god this guy is so far ahead yeah
0: Check and I'm gonna put his link in the description below. So definitely check out Trent Dressel's channel. It's a it's phenomenal. Everything you need as SDR is there. Man, let me talk about something else. Let's talk about college. For let's go back a little bit because I know you threw it out in college. But what did you really? You said you gained some things from college. Could you tell me a little bit more about what it is that you gained, and was it really? worth (laughs) the debt? (laughs) If you did have debt, let me ask you that first.
1: Yeah. So I'll say point blank right here is that I grew up in an upper middle-class family and my parents completely funded my education, which is super fortunate. And as I reflect on that, if I were in a situation where I would have had to pay for it based on the circumstances I had growing up, I would have went to college and I would have gotten a debt. I know that happened to a lot of people. And they needed to work extra hard and get side jobs and it forced them to, to use their energy differently. I grew up comfortable. So I was like, I'm going to be an absolute lazy piece of garbage and play video games because I didn't need to work. And is, and I'm not here going to sit here and act like that was a negative. It was so fortunate that it honestly worked against me because there was no hunger. It was like, I'm safe, I'm comfortable. So I went to college and when it's paid for, you're just like, I don't even care. Like, what am I actually doing? There was a there's a student of course careers, JD. He went to community college because everyone's like, you got to go to college. That's some write a paper. And re- regarding the topic, why are you at college? And he was like, I don't have a good reason. Ended up dropping out, get, got in course careers, got, and got in in tech sales, changed life. I was at college. I'd say the positives are, are the people you meet. So my roommates, my senior year, lifelong friends, wouldn't trade that for the world. So you really can't quantify that. I also think you... you- you mature a bit as a person. If you move away from your home and you get in a new environment, there's a increased talent pool around you. So you go from just everyone and then it starts to refine over time. And that's what you'll see in your career. So you start to learn how there's this corporate rat race where they start to get everyone in one place and they start to float these goals of, okay, you got to get the degree, you got to contribute to the 401k, you got to go buy the house. And it's just this conditioning that everyone faces and they have the same information and that's why so many people have outcomes that they don't want because they're following the trajectory that everyone is conditioned to do in college. A lot of people, some people get lucky and meet the right people that leads them to a path that opens up possibilities that completely tra- change their life. But a lot of people go to college. All they do is party, drink. They got this degree. Does it actually get them a high paying job? Maybe. And then and then what happens from that point? They just live an, an average lifestyle from that point forward. And I don't want that. I want to make a lot of money. I want to be super successful. And that's why we're doing stuff like this with Joseph, trying to get ahead. Man, it's speaking the truth. You are speaking the absolute truth is when you go to
0: college and I had a great college experience. And like you said, the network that you develop, the relationships that you develop are really key. They're really the things that really I think college is great about. But for what cost? (laughs) It's a high cost if you're paying college debt. And one of the things I love about course careers is that you do have that, even though it's virtual, you still are able to make co- relationships. You're still able to make connections. And I made a great connection. A friend of mine, Justin, that I called so talk to this day, we actually were able to speak into each other's lives and wise wives met each other and everything like that through course careers. So you want to definitely think about just as you're growing, as you're becoming this new you, as you decide to consider course careers, think about also the network of people that you're going to meet along your journey in course careers. And these are lifelong relationships that I'm making, and you can make them as well. So the, it's in the description. You know where to click, right? Joseph50, promo code, go get it. So I'm going to keep on going with this conversation because this is so good. I really love to hear this side of Trent's story that I never heard before. And so let's go to the famous phrase that I hear all the time nowadays, which is hashtag break into tech. So how did Trent Dressel break into tech?
1: Yeah, man. So I was in uh, speaking in cost of well, what you got to think about the opportunity cost of time. So when you're in college, not making money, spending money, that's a part of the equation. Whereas people like Donovan, like I was describing now he's making potentially six figures at 18. It completely changes the equation of where you can get milestone wise in life financially. In college, I wanted to get in sales. I, I always knew I would be a sales guy because I thought it's a skill that anyone could do. It always be in demand. I actually tried to get in a sales program. It was the first time I had... My entire freshman year, all I did was play NBA 2K. And I don't say this jokingly. Like, that's all I did. I wasn't 21, didn't drink. I literally just played NBA 2 so I I was epic. Like, I would wreck people online. Didn't do anything freshman year. Sophomore year, I was like, I got to get involved. Tried to get in the sales program. Got declined. Went and met with the head guy and he gave me some feedback. Came back next time around and I got in. I got in the sales program. That sales program provided a career fair my senior year. So I show up my senior year. I have no job opportunities. I had no connections. No one telling me to get in tech sales, really, besides a friend. I said, what are you doing? He's going to get an enterprise account executive sales. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. So I researched it and I was like, whatever. My entire goal was to get a sales job in a big city. So I looked at all the companies, the 50 companies at the career fair, 12 of them were sales jobs in-city outside of Ohio. And I got super fortunate stumbling upon my current company. You can go find me on LinkedIn if you want to learn more about that company. And got hired in tech and started as a sales development rep. And the rest is history.
0: Wow. Wow. Started as a sales development rep and the rest is history. And so I want to keep going with this conversation in regards to when you were talking about now that you're in sales development representative, you have a channel, a content you have, you have content on this particular an engine.
1: Subject. We have an engine,
0: engine, have a money, a machine, <laughs> engine number nine. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so I want you to talk about what kind of was that thing that said, you know what, the information that I'm getting here in the field, I want to put that on wax. I want to put that so that everybody around the world could see and that they could actually esteem to this position. Or if they are already in SDR, they can grow in their position. Can you talk to me what like what made you decide to do that?
1: Content-wise, so I was watching this guy named Graham Stephan. He's a personal finance YouTuber. This guy put up a video talking about how he made a million dollars in a year doing YouTube. And I I saw that and I said, he's no different than me. I can do that too. So I started making videos. When I started making videos early on, I was talking about whatever. But then I thought, what do I know that seems obvious to me that may be important to other people? And then I looked at what I was spending... 10 hours a day doing, which was cold calling, emailing, being a little sales development representative, trying to set meetings, getting rejected. So I started my career in tech and I had no idea what I was doing. I grinded for about a year and a half. So I was proven by that point I had produced, I had promoted multiple times. And then I thought, what can I talk about? And I got advice. They're like, why don't you talk about tech sales? So I started making tech sales videos and uh, it's as Joseph, it's challenging to make videos on b2b sales content or this niche opposed to a vlog or i'm going to a music festival whatever it's a different type of person it's a person that's out there that wants to better than lives that wants to be more that isn't necessarily following the crowd and that's what it takes to get in this field because we're all professionals we're all trying to make money so i wanted to start talking to more people like that that wanted to get ahead in life. And I felt, hey, if I'm a chapter ahead of some other people, maybe I can share what I've learned, how I got in tech sales, how I started making six figures. And uh, yeah, the reception's been incredible. And I think it creates more accountability as well in my own career, thinking if I'm telling people how they should think about sales, I ought to be doing the actual thing in my sales job. So it's great. And I think it's great what you're doing, Joseph, for the community. I think anyone out out there as well, I don't tell people how to do things. I tell people how I'm doing things. You don't need the answers. And people will resonate with you just because you're you. And you cannot be replicated. You're yourself. There's no other Joseph M. Smith. There might be a name, but no one's got a voice like yours. So everyone out there watching can do the same thing. They just got to start doing it. Exactly. Everybody out there can do the same thing.
0: Same things that both myself and Trent are doing. We're not special in any way. We just decided to
1: do it <laughs> and here we it, are. It's the thing that Donovan was saying because he was sitting there at McDonald's and he saw some dude online talking about tech sales and he's like, man, if he can do that, I can do that. I think that that's the realization because none of us knows anything. Like, Think about the most successful people in the world. They're just, they're no smarter than you and I. They're just another person. They just decided to start doing it. And it's having that audacity to decide if someone else that has come from my circumstances that looks like me has done it, then I can go do it too. And I promise you for everyone watching right now, you pr- there's people out there that you would never trade your circumstances with, but there's also people out there that have come from exactly where you may have come from, or me- I may have come from that really advanced your life. And as long as you decide I can do it, then you can go do it. It just is a matter of how long it's going to take you. Yeah, Exactly.
0: I just talked to somebody today that finished course careers in three days. And he's like, I'm going to go do it again because I want to, I want to make sure that I really got this information down. I said three days. He's like, yeah, I dedicated eight to 10 hours. If once he gets a job, I'm bringing him on. Cause I'm like, wow, eight, three days, eight to 10 hours of dedication. He's like, yeah, because I can't imagine my life at this age of 25 being the same at in third, when I'm age 30, I got to get this done now. And so that's you right there. You may be at this place where you're like, I don't know if I could do this now, but imagine what your life will be like five years from now from the decisions that you make right now the decision to go forward or the decision to allow anxiety to paralyze you.
1: And you must sacrifice who you are today to become who you want to become in the future. And it requires mm. giving something up. Come on. You, you can't keep everything the same. In order to get to the next level, I had to give up video games. In order to get to the next level, I was like, you know what, watching all these sports gambling on them, it's taking up too much energy when I'm coming in a whole Monday morning, I'm trying to worry about one night football, you got to give something up. And now I'm at this next phase where now I'm starting to get a little bit of momentum and I'm like, okay, what is that next thing I can give up? Okay. Maybe drinking, maybe comparing myself to others, maybe thinking I have a plan B, maybe, Focusing on too many things at once. What are those things? Just the fine-tweak things that I can focus in on that I can remove to get more focus. So the people out there that are like, I don't have five hundred dollars to invest, or I don't have the time, or whatever it may be. It's it's all just excuses, and it's justifying inaction, and it's either some mm. sort of laziness or arrogance thinking the answers are there and everything's out there for the taking. You just got to go do it. No one's going to come show up and just give it to you. And you're never going to feel ready to do it. You just have to go. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this interview can be that signal to one person out there. They're just like, you know what? I'm going to go. <laughs> it reminds <laughs> me of one of the interviews
0: I had with Jeremiah recently. He's, I got to go hunt.
1: <laughs> <He, laughs> we hunters. So those We're, people are hunters too. We, we eat hunters. what we kill. If I get you on the yeah. phone, I'm going to try and sell you a deal. And that's how I eat. We're hunters. We're going out there. We're seeking out rejection.
0: We're seeking rejection. And I, I'm going to go right there because that's a really good place to go next. Is Okay, so the role of an SDR, and I like to tell people this, it's not that you're selling people as much as you are an advocate for the product. You're advocating for it. You're trying to see if this is a good fit. And then you're passing it on to the AE. Can you dive a little bit deeper into the SDR role? And then we're going to segue into something else right after this. But I want to really, you just get something like Yeah, He's the perfect person to ask this about. The SDR role, holistically, what is it?
1: I don't want to confuse people. SDR, sales development representative, you're a salesperson. I'm an account executive, and it may be a fancy word for salesperson, but ultimately, I am a salesperson. If you look at a balance sheet of a company, what is the top line item? It's revenue. It's sales. How much money are you bringing in? It's income. So sales is everything. So tech sales is different than car sales, for example. There's maybe stigmas around certain types of sales, but I'm proud to be a salesperson. I think it's important to be a salesperson. Yep. And as you think about the role, you are trying to sell someone to your way of thinking. But think about this. If you're trying to go to a certain movie or if you're trying to ask a girl out or a guy out, you are trying to sell them to your way of thinking. You're trying to get them to believe in your idea that is good enough for them that they will then comply with your request. Mm-hmm. So as a sales development rep, Depending on what you're selling, if it's a higher ticket item, B2B sales, you're selling time. I'm going to call Joseph and I'm going to say, Joseph, it seems like you're interested in getting people to click on the first link in the description below. I have a solution. Let's set up a meeting to talk about that. And you're like, okay, I'm interested enough. It's all about gaining compliance to have the other person take action that furthers what you want of them, Mm -hmm. but that's also mutually beneficial. So it starts with reaching out to them. You must get their attention because if they don't know who you are, then it doesn't matter what you're selling. You get their attention and then you need to figure out what do they want and then give them what they want. Create value for them. And then that's how you can start to charge money and take their money (laughs) in exchange for your good product service.
0: It's really the oldest profession if you think about it. Sales is the oldest profession that probably was. You needed corn from someplace, somebody had other grains and they exchanged it. <laughs> Everyone's a salesperson.
1: Yeah, Everyone out there, 100%, 10 out of 10 people, is a salesperson. Because if you cannot convince others to your way of thinking, you have no chance of getting ahead in life. You can have the best product, you can have the best idea. But if you can't convince the right people to fund it or to adopt it, then you have no chance. So... People who think, oh, I'm an introvert or whatever, or I don't want to go talk to people. I'm not a good communicator. It's a completely f- false narrative. It's like saying you don't know how to swim when the world's 75% water. You might want to figure out how to swim. You might want to figure out how to talk to people. We're kind of on this earth with a lot of other people. So figure out how to communicate. And that's why we created the Course Careers Program to teach you how to communicate and the skills you need to be successful in tech sales.
0: Yeah, you are speaking the truth. And parents, if you feel like you can't sell for whatever reason, you sell to your children all the time. Eat these vegetables. It's going to make you True. strong. <laughs> you do it. You have to persuade somebody to your way of thinking, your paradigm. And that's pretty much sales. If, in a nutshell, that's pretty much what it is. Convincing people to do the things that you want them to do for their reasons. That was well said. said. And with that being said, it went from YouTube to being an SDR in your company to now you're an instructor on in Course Careers. How did you get to become an instructor? Like, How was that conversation like? What happened that led to that moment?
1: So the founder of Course Careers, Troy, I had him on my podcast about a year ago. I don't do the podcast anymore, so you won't be able to find it. And he's I'm doing a lot of work with tech sales, started this company all these success stories. And I looked at it and I said, man, this is pretty cool. And there's literally hundreds of student success stories. Clearly something is happening here. So I started speaking with him and he tells me his story. He's like, yeah, I was misguided at 18. I wanted to get ahead. I was hitchhiking around and then I ended up getting in tech sales and it completely changed my life. So I wanted to help other people have a similar experience. So he was able to build a company around the specialized information to help accelerate people's own journey to get them into tech sales and basically transform, hey, maybe I don't have a degree, maybe I don't have any experience and I'm gonna get them in tech. So that's the whole thesis around the company. And he reached out to me about eight months after we did that interview and he's, said, hey, I really like what you're doing. You're helping a lot of people talking about tech sales. I'd love to bring you in and make this course even better and take it to the next level. He had done hundreds of hours of research to build the course. He'd gotten in tech sales himself. I reviewed all the content. And then I was able to add things here and there based on my firsthand experience. I've been in tech sales nearly five years. I've made 60,000 cold calls, generated tens of millions of dollars in pipeline. And I've been trained by a public software company that does a billion in revenue. And I've helped hire people, helped train people. I'm in the trenches. I'm still doing it. It's not like I'm doing this completely to try and take money. It's like I'm already making multiple six figures as a 27-year-old senior account executive. I don't need the money. I just want to help people. So it was how can I make this course even better by bringing in firsthand experience along with the research? Um, and it just presented a great opportunity because I spent all my free time helping people for free get in tech and be more successful to accelerate their tech sales career. So it just made a whole lot of sense. And uh, we believe we've created the best in class training program at the most competitive cost that helps people quickly, not easily, but quickly get in tech sales because you will get out of it, what you put into it. To your point, if you apply yourself, just like Donovan, who I was speaking with, his kid's 18, he's, his goals make 120K this year. I'm like, Donovan, what are you doing this week? And he's like, I'm gonna hang around with some college people, I don't know. It, it's, he can't even hang around in his peer group because he's so far ahead of them. They don't even understand what he's doing. So that's why we need to spread the word about tech sales, get people in course careers, get people high paying tech sales jobs, and the industry is gonna continue to grow.
0: It's going to explode. It really is going to. Explode. It is
1: exploding.
0: I was about to say, if you're not on the wave right now, catch the wave because it's been exploding as we yeah, speak. Right. The,
1: the <laughs> and you don't need to know how to surf to ride this wave, but you nope. but you need to go seek out the specialized knowledge. And yeah. you can't resources like this are a great starting point to start to understand at a high level what's going on. You can piece it together. You can go to my channel. Some of the people you bring on, but until you truly invest in under in really going to that place where okay, what does a sales development rep actually do? Why would the company pay me $70,000 with no experience? Why would they do that? Ask yourself that question. How would you answer that question? How would you convince them to hire you? Why would they hire you? You need to understand these things because most of the people like me, I had no clue what I would be doing. I just had a degree. I was in the right place at the right time and I got hired. So people like Donovan... He technically was more competitive than I was. He was 18 and I was 22. He would have been more competitive than I was if we were competing. So think about that. Wow, I am thinking about it.
0: <laughs> it made me pause for a moment. I'm like, you're right. You are absolutely right. And that's so funny that you said that and you're talking about Donovan a lot because my, my, when I got through this program, I'm like, who needs to hear this? The 17 the 18 year old that's about to graduate high school. And who else could hear that? If their parents are in a place that they can't financially, they want to provide more for their family, their parents as well. We need to get them early and young to understand that there is space for you in tech and it's there is space for you right now to get into tech. And this is one of the best ways to do it. This has been so great, Trent. And we're going to actually wrap it up here by going to the brain, talking about the mindset one needs to get, to, to
1: have, to acquire, to be where you are right now. Could you talk a little bit about that? The mindset's everything. It's the belief in yourself is what shapes your reality. It's not what other people think of you. It entirely starts and ends with you. So I think looking at yourself in the mirror, being true to your values, and and really looking at yourself and believing, I am a competent person that delivers significant value to the people around me. Because think about what are relationships. It's a pure value exchange. Even with your kids, even with your friends, and family, it's all a value exchange. So the more valuable you can become, to society, the more money you're going to be able to make. And I think it all starts with the mentality of, I'm a learning machine. And I think a really interesting thing to think about is imagine a super successful CEO or someone who founded a company. They must know something that you and I don't because they have the information that's allowed them to achieve this dream life. The more I've thought about it, I've realized they were in the same spot we were in. But when faced with what do they know that I don't know? It's what what do I, it's, I don't know this yet. They're willing to go seek it out. It's all about seeking out the answers. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to affiliate with course careers is because we can provide other people, the answers around how they should be thinking around what they should be doing. And I think it all starts with believing you can do it. Of course, it's pretty intuitive. Everyone knows that. And I think everyone believes that they're special not everyone's willing to pursue that and chase it because if you believe you can do big things and you go all in with it and you fail you realize you have no excuses so most people decide not to actually try because it's the easier thing to do and they can just fit in with everyone else and be average but if you truly decide i'm willing to go all in on this thing then you need to go try and make it work and the analogy i always give is If you're going to go take an island, imagine Joseph's the army commander, the leader of the fleet. You turn up to this island, all these ships, you're going to conquer the island. We all want to conquer. We all want to make money. We Think about the CEO. They want to conquer. They want to be successful in their own world. I think a lot of people want that. So if you're going to take the island and Joseph's like, Trent, Lieutenant, tell them to burn the ships. I'm like, how would we get home? And you're like, we're not going home. Either we take this island or we die here. It's as simple as that. It's binary. And it's just like sales. Either you hit your quota or you don't hit your quota. It's binary. And I think everything in life, viewing it cause effect, binary, I won't always feel like it doing the thing, but I'm going to do it anyway. When I wake up at 5 a.m., I'm not worried about not feeling ready, but I still go to the gym. I go work out every day, go work every day. You do it every day. That's it. That's it.
0: You heard it here that is it (laughs) burn the ships because we're not going anywhere we're conquering
1: or we're dying here man and if you watch (laughs) this and just say oh that's cool to hear i'm excited then go click on another video it's going to be the same loop it's going to be the exact same loop so what are you going to give up to get to that place you want to go yeah there's gems everywhere
0: this is a This has been a treasure chest of an interview ladies and gentlemen so You have to listen to what's being said here. You got to make a decision now. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. The past is already the past, but you got to make a decision right now. I just want to tell everybody, first of all, thank you for watching us. But most importantly, thank you, Trent, for even deciding to come on here. This has been a treat for me, and I know it's a treat to the viewers of this show. So this is what words cannot be said enough to say thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's a
1: great time, man. (laughs) Thank you so
0: much. And to everyone, again, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care.